Welcome back. Now that there's a sponsored segment at the beginning of the episode, I I don't know how to start the podcast now. Man, I am very loud, aren't I? Let's turn that down a tad bit. Yep, there you go. Yeah, my laptop's kind of being a jet right now, so... I don't think you can hear that. Hopefully not. I had to turn my fan off, so I'm kind of burning. Fall's coming soon, so the fan will be able to go. I'm also moving somewhere that has air conditioning, so that will also be dope. But yeah, another short episode today. And uh, if you notice, it's going up on a Friday instead of Saturday. This is not a mistake. Uh, I did some reading on just podcasts and growing the podcast and seemed... It said that uh, Tuesdays and Fridays are the, it seems to be the best days for putting your podcast up. And I didn't want to do Tuesdays since the blog comes out on Wednesdays. And maybe I'll switch the blog to Tuesdays. But Friday, one day off. And it seemed, yeah, it seemed fine and easy enough. Uh, But yeah, to start out, I want to. Talk about, yeah, that sponsorship. Uh, Shout out to Anchor. Uh, You know, I I said after I got a job, I'd get my podcast to other services, but I found Anchor and set up an account, put all my stuff on, and it worked immaculately, absolutely wonderfully. Shout out again to Anchor. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Even the reason I did the sponsorship, not just like, wow, I got a sponsorship. Look at me so excited because I, I really do like what Anchor is doing. Um, they, yeah, they legitimately got my podcast on Spotify within like a few hours. I just got an email randomly and it said, your podcast is now on Spotify. And I was like, holy crap, how'd that happen? Uh, Apple is obviously harder. So I had to, I had to go uh, put that on myself. But I think within time, they would have done it because they went through the whole, they did it for Google Podcasts for me. So I think they would have also got it onto Apple Podcasts in due time if I waited. But I'm impatient and I'm an <laughs> Apple fanatic. So yeah. And also yesterday, which was August 19th, two. 2020 apple became the first company to hit two trillion dollars oh my god bro i think that's absolutely amazing i you know apple my favorite company if you haven't noticed at this point but uh, they were the first trillion dollar company now the just in a year they made one trillion dollars imagine that what a success I love Apple. I'm so excited to buy all of their products this year at the next keynote, except for the Macs because I'm still on the Windows until college ends, and then I'll consider switching to a Mac. Maybe not. We'll see. But, yeah, really, really amazing for Apple. You know, very excited for them. I Yeah, I like that. Also, Fortnite got removed from the App Store, speaking of Apple, and... uh what they're up to so i think fortnite knew a hundred percent what they were getting themselves into when they did what they did which was make a direct payment button instead of the a payment through the app store which is mandatory and required apple cuts a 30 percent from all the uh, process pr- pr- uh, fr- what's the word for money made uh, predit 
frick <laughs> all the money made from apps from the app store that includes subscriptions that includes uh in-app payments and that includes obviously the price of the app 30 percent. and this isn't a lot every you know the google play store does this as well 30 percent is what it has been from the beginning and it's stayed that way for a long time and yeah 30 percent isn't it's not an extraordinary amount now the amount of money that Apple was making from Fortnite would be an extraordinary amount because 30% of the income made by Fortnite, probably in the billions of dollars, you know, and I think Fortnite Epic wanted to renegotiate the terms with Apple, but Apple says for everyone is 30%. Whether you have 10 users or a bazillion users, 30%. And Apple recently went to court for uh, renegotiating these terms with a few apps. I, I can't recall which ones, and they got some heat for it. So obviously right now, Epic going to Apple and saying, let's renegotiate the terms. We get you billions of dollars. Why can't we get, uh, why can't you get a lower cut? First of all, just law-wise, judicially, it's so stupid of Apple to right now, after going to the Senate and Tim Cook getting all the heat about renegotiating the 30% term with other companies, why, uh, why would, why would they do it with Fortnite? They'd just be shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, that, and so, yeah, I like, and the reason I think that it was planned out by Epic was right after Apple took them off the store, Fortnite put on this little animation on their, on their uh, game that, uh, said like this 1984 type, uh, basically just calling Apple a dictatorship and, uh, you know, in terms of monopoly for the app store and such. And so uh, that's how it seems like, yeah, they knew it was going to happen because you don't just prepare an animation like that in a day, right? It's, it, it takes a while to animate everything, draw it, uh, get all the audio, everything. So they knew what they were doing, and they're definitely trying to change the way Apple works. And uh, am I biased? Probably. However, I think it's fair, 30%. You have to understand how many people buy iPhones. A lot of people buy iPhones. Now, if you want to get an app on your iPhone, you go to the App Store. By Apple allowing you to be on their App Store, the amount of sales that you make is incredible. The amount of sales you'd lose off on if you were not on the App Store is incredible because of the user base of iPhones and the user base of Apple products. So it's... Uh, this how do you say uh it's fair you know because the 30 um, percent is nothing compared to the amount of income you're making from just being on the app store honestly bro and yeah I, I don't know not a fan of epic here i think they're trying to turn tables on apple and make them the villain in the story and hopefully it won't work because the only people that play Fortnite are five-year-olds so it'll be okay because i mean no one else is going to do anything about like oh apple you you're the one that sucks in this situation you know so yeah 
Yeah, other than that, I wanted to talk about an anime I watched recently, Steins Gate. I watched Steins Gate, Steins Gate, the OVA, Steins Gate Zero, and then the OVA for Steins Gate Zero, and then the movie for Steins Gate. All of them were absolutely incredible, amazing. That anime was terrific, one of the one of the best I've seen. I, I really loved it. The art style had me skeptical at the beginning when I saw it, but I watched it, and story-wise, plot-wise, ugh. An absolutely beautiful, marvelous anime. Highly recommend to anyone that's into science fiction anime or uh, romance anime. Uh, in amazing, amazing, absolutely awesome work done by that. Uh, and it's a finished story, so you know, a little sad because whenever something's really good, you want to see more. But there's no more to show in that show, so it was, it was just really, really amazing. And yeah, give it a watch if you're into anime at all or if you're into some of the genres i put out it's also action and yeah time travel based so if that is fun to you and the theories and theoretics there something you enjoy give it a look see truly truly amazing anime uh, uh yeah very emotional and yeah anyways the first topic we have for today the first idea we have for today how much blank space is there? I will probably go back and edit that. <laughs> uh, so if you buy food from a fast food restaurant, right? McDonald's, Wendy's, whatever you're doing. Say you order some ice cream or a Frosty or whatever. Frosty's ice cream. And you bring all your stuff home. Dessert, the sweet stuff, is supposed to be for the end of the meal, right? Traditionally speaking. However, however. If you eat your entire McDonald's meal before you eat your McFlurry, when you get to your McFlurry, it'll be melted. Do you, uh, do you really have to wait to eat dessert or do you eat the ice cream first? I know what I do. I just eat the ice cream first, but no, I'm not, I'm not going to let it melt. And I'm not throwing it in the deep freeze either, man. My freeze don't got space and I didn't buy from McDonald's so I could come back home and put the perfect consistency ice cream into my refrigerator. Why would I do that? It would make it harder or something. I don't know, man. That consistency is nice. I don't want to change it. It's different then. We can't have that, right? So, yeah, man. It, do you do you eat ice cream before the meal, man? Do you have the dessert before the everything else? I think the answer is yes in that situation. It melts otherwise. Uh, and then it's just, it's not fun, you know? Really, and horrible horrible conundrum you know one of the worst maybe even worse than the apple conundrum i just offered yeah ice cream dessert before the meal man ah what a pickle what a pickle pickles suck by the way don't eat pickles i think that's an unpopular opinion and definitely just lost like seven viewers because of that the next thing we got though is uh are we in the age of entitlement i think we're kind of in the age of entitlement. I think people want things but are unwilling to give some of the some of the things that they they want. Uh, and it just seems that people are expecting more and more things to just come to them, just to fall in their laps, bro. And I think this this is causing a lot of anger and a lot of negativity uh in people, right? Because when you want something and don't expect to give anything for it, that's not how life works. That's not how, obviously, as a, in a capitalist country, you have to 
you buy stuff, right? We have a barter system and our, the way we barter is money for everything else. Uh, and so in the universe, it works just the same. You have to give something to get something. Do you want money? You have to put in time, energy, and effort. Do you want uh, success in something? You have to put in time, energy, effort. Do you want, uh, if you want something, whether it be happiness, whether it be success, whether it be uh, I don't know to beat your uh frick uh, what's something stupid to be addicted to uh beat your Instagram addiction you know whatever you want in order to attain it you have to give something up uh your energy and time and effort obviously are the main three and that you're always gonna have to be giving up but yeah that's just how things work you always have to give if you want to get and if you don't give and then well obviously you don't get people are like oh why the frick bro i deserve it and because they feel entitled and you know that's yeah that's that's what the end of entitlement i have this reddit post as well let's pull this up that i that made me think of this and it was uh on r slash loneliness, uh, I can't even bring myself to answer texts anymore. I always feel so lonely, but even when that's, I can't even bring myself to answer texts anymore is the title. I always feel so lonely, but even when people text me, it takes me days to actually reply to them. I genuinely dread it so much. I just don't have the power to talk to anyone. Writing the text is so exhausting and coming up with things to write is almost impossible because my head just feels so empty all the time. I'm almost about to answer just for the sake of it, parentheses, because I know it's rude to not reply to someone. I'm sure I feel bad when it happens to me, and and parentheses, but then I imagine a conversation coming up and I just feel so overwhelmed knowing that I have to keep talking and talking. Why is it so hard? And see, the thing here isn't that it's hard to do text. I understand that. I've had times, I'm a, I uh, champion myself on being a reliable dude because I'm very quick with responding and I'm uh, very uh, I try my best to offer very insightful responses I'm not half crapping things I always try to give my full attention to someone when I respond to them if I'm not at work or asleep I usually respond even if I'm in the shower I'll pick up calls but you know uh, when he says though that uh, I, I'm sure I'd feel bad when it happens to me see that's that's the problem one I don't like it I'm not a fan uh, when people don't respond to me in a matter of days, in a matter of hours and hours and hours. So a few hours makes sense. But like uh, 10 hours, 8 hours, 6 hours. Like that problem, you know? Uh, and not because it's like I feel entitled to their time. It's just a matter of I can't, I cannot uh, have a conversation in that environment. Uh, it's just... No, <laughs> uh, I, I say don't like, which is loose terms, because I at the end of the day, I quote, I don't care, end quote, is the simplest thing to say. It's horrible to say that I'm trying to be edgy or mean by saying that, but it just it doesn't affect me at the end of the day, whatever. But it's just it's very unpleasant to try to speak to someone when that's how it goes. So, yeah, it's uh, that this post made me think of entitlement. Yeah, I. You know, this guy, uh, he doesn't want to speak, but if he needs something, it's a matter of, uh, like, if he doesn't get a response, maybe, you know, I don't know if it's he or she, um, maybe they, um, they, they'll they feel bad, you know, they, they won't have a good time, and that would, 
you know, I think, yeah, that's a little bit entitled. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, if you don't expect to give anything, go ahead and be an a-hole. Uh, if you don't expect to get anything, uh, you know, then don't give it, right? In the, I don't expect things from other people, and I, uh, so, I mean, I could probably just never respond if I didn't want to, but I, uh, Again, it's just more pleasant for me to have more responses, so I try my best to respond as fast as fast as possible and hope I get some reciprocation there. A lot of times I don't. Sometimes I do. A lot of times I do not. <laughs> some people respond within days. Some people respond within weeks. I think I've had a, like someone respond in a month even. God, man, people, people. <laughs> I think that's, let's just put the let's just put the full stop there, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think uh, we do live in an entitled time, which kind of sucks, man. And yeah, people are just trying to use the law of attraction without remembering the law of applied action. And that's a podcast episode for a different time. And I mean, this in the idea of entitlement and also it's, it's probably its own like really long thing I could probably go on about forever. So maybe another day we'll put entitlement on, you know, I'll even right now. Let's go here to this list and toss uh, entitlement onto that list. It's a list of topics I have for both the blog and uh, the podcast. Yeah, the next uh, the next thing we got for today though came from Exerbia E X U R B one A on YouTube, and this guy has a podcast which is on his second channel E X U R B two A. Uh, and in his short, sweet, and ephemeral yet amazing podcast, he speaks about, uh, the name of the podcast is Catastrophe, and uh, the idea of it is art and creating art and the perspectives of a artist, right? Uh, he, he does this. He's a writer. He studied philosophy, so he, he practices thought. And has studied thought when he was in college. And it's an amazing podcast. Ten minutes, like five minutes episodes. Like They're really short, but they're amazing for anyone interested in art or anything. Uh, it's really, really great listen to. And in one episode, he uh, talked about, I think it was, man, what was the episode? Let's look it up real quick. YouTube. Uh, yeah, his podcast is on YouTube. Maybe I should recommend... Uh, Maybe I should go recommend Anchor to him, yeah? <laughs> Latest episode, uh, Misery is the Compost Art Grows In. Episode 6 is the episode that I got this idea from. And in it, he talks about his running with anxiety and how that fuels his art. He talks, he gives this story of his anxiety, this wonderful story, and kind of funny story of his anxiety. And I'm not going to tell it because it's his story and he, you should listen to it from him. I will, uh, I'm going to leave the link in the descriptions. I, I, I don't know if Spotify has descriptions. I know Apple has descriptions. I don't know if Spotify gives descriptions for every podcast episode, but if it does, it'll be there if you want to listen to it. If not, look it up. Catastrophe hyphen episode six hyphen miseries the compost art grows in ex, ex, E-X-U-R-B-2-A on YouTube. Uh, and the idea that he states is that pain and just the crappy parts of life, the, the parts that suck uh, for him, it was anxiety specifically are, is that's the compost 
because it sucks. I mean, compost doesn't smell good. It's not something you want to step in. It's not something you really want to look at. You know, it's not very, it's not a, uh, a nice thing that most people <laughs> like to look at compost, you know, but you need compost to fertilize things. And he says that com- the crap of life is compost. So, I mean, like cow poop is uh, like cow manure. People use it to grow flowers. Something beautiful, which are flowers, comes from something, as uh, we stated earlier, a little less beautiful, which is compost, which is manure. And so, I mean, life is crap, but crap is art. And, and that's how you, and that's where the best flowers come from. The art that you create through the manure of your life, uh, which again, for him, anxiety, for some people, depression, for some people, X, Y, Z, we all got our demons and our problems. And yeah, he says that the crappy parts of life are the compost that can grow the most beautiful flowers. And uh, this coincided with my understanding with pain, right? But um, that's (laughs) another probably long episode, just a pain and what it means and what it does and all that great stuff. Other than that, college starts in a week. It starts not in a week. It starts on Monday. So that's like when you're listening to this three days. God, man, terrifying. I don't even know where my math class is. I really need to figure that out. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I should have someone drive me there. Hopefully someone will. If not, I'll have to ask someone else. Uh, But yeah, that's what... uh, college starting huh if uh we don't drop out then we finish and we finish strong gonna get a 7.0 gpa it's gonna be great (laughs) so god i'm gonna try my best to get the highest gpa i can but uh math math me and math me and math don't have a 4.0 gpa relationship if you know what i'm saying you know so yeah it's gonna be interesting but other than that, I think uh, that's all for this episode. I hope you enjoyed. Shout out once again to Anchor. Shout out again to Apple. Uh, F you to Fortnite. Fortnite sucks. Don't play Fortnite. <laughs> and uh, F you to school. I, I don't mean that completely. <laughs> but yeah, I will uh, see you guys next week. I hope you enjoyed. Go listen to that Exerbia podcast again in the description. Thank you. I will see you.